everyone. Welcome to Mercy Talk. I am one of your hosts, Melanie Wise. And I'm your other host, Jen Otero. Mercy Talk is presented to you by Mercy Multiplied, a nonprofit Christian organization that is committed to seeing hope restored and lives transformed through the love and power of Christ. Since 1983, Mercy has helped thousands of young women break free from life-controlling behaviors and struggles through our free-of-charge, biblically-based residential program. That's right. And Mercy's outreach activities are designed to educate, equip, and empower men and women of all ages to live free and to stay free. So on Mercy Talk, we want to tackle real-life issues and everyday struggles that affect our lives by applying the same biblically-based principles of freedom that we've seen effectively change lives for 35 years. To find out more, go to mercymultiplied.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Mercy Multiplied. Well, last week, we started a brand new discussion on mentoring with a special guest, Jamie Hall, who has mm-hmm. actually joined us again today. Jamie, thank you so much for joining us once again this Ooh, week. Oh, my joy. So much fun last week. So we hope that you took a chance to kind of tune in last week. But if you have not, as we typically say on show two of every series mm-hmm. we do, is to stop and go back and listen. Jamie yeah. shared so much foundational information just about mentoring, what it is, that will then launch us into more of our discussion today. So if you've not listened, we encourage you to push the pause button, go back, listen, mm-hmm. and then join us again. But as we said, Jamie, we're so excited you're here. We're excited to continue this conversation. So a little bit, Jamie, as we get started, for those that maybe are not listening and pushing the pause button, <laughs> not, not obeying continue, our instructions, are not obeying our instructions, could you give us a little background about what you do, mentoring, the power, the passion? You shared a great story about how the Lord sort of deposited this passion for mentoring in your life early on. Anything you'd like to share to kind of get us kicked off Sure, today? let's do the short version. There you sure. go. And so um, I knew when I was growing up as a dreamer, I love to dream and I want to encourage, just a side note, those of you, if you've stopped dreaming, yeah. keep dreaming. It's so good. But I was a big dreamer and I wanted to be a Broadway star, ended up in New York City um, from Pennsylvania, which is only a four hour train ride. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't far from home. Um, but while I was there, I really found out that I didn't have an idea uh, at all about what I was doing, disconnected, and I decided to attend a concert where I accepted the Lord. Yeah. And there at um, the next day, I received a mentor. Mm-hmm. And that woman began to pour into my life. She had no musical background, nothing to do with theater mm-hmm. at all. But she was everything that I needed because yeah. she was Jesus with skin on. Yeah. So I had someone to pour into my life. See, I went to New York City thinking I was in control mm-hmm. and I knew what my dream was. <laughs> but God, he was my producer, director, choreographer, and yeah. he had a whole whole new script written Mm -hmm. for me. And so as I went into New York City with one focus, I was able to change that focus by hearing from God, accepting him and having a relationship with him so so he could pour into me. And through Jeannie, my mentor, then I learned all about the things that I would have never known on my own because you can't do life Mm -hmm. alone Mm -hmm. in isolation. And so that's why I'm so passionate about it because it changed my life. I know it'll change others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just, I have to believe that if all of us go out and start engaging in mentoring, receiving it and giving it, that we would all carry that same passion. Because yeah. I'm just like, I think about the different women that have poured into me throughout my life. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't live without that now. Mm-hmm. I know I know mm-hmm. too much. <laughs> like That's I've experienced right. it. It's Amen. too powerful. So I can't not have that now, yeah. you know. So, man, this could be powerful. Um, I would love, Jamie, I promise listeners, this is the last time we'll say it. 
please go back and listen to last week because <laughs> we really like almost spent the whole show talking about what mentoring is. But if you could just even kind of recap that for us sure. again for today, that'd be great. Yeah, let's talk about this. A mentor is someone who's further along in their walk with the Lord mm-hmm. and growing and is willing to just pour into someone else by doing two major things. They're a listener and they're an encourager. Yeah. So all they have to do is set aside a little time each week to pour into someone who really feels like I did, mm-hmm. disconnected, a disillusion, needed someone to tell me um, which path to take. Sometimes yeah. it's not even a negative thing, but do I take this job or this job? Or do I date him and marry him or do I not? You yeah. know, all of those things, we kind of mess up when we do the best we can mm-hmm. on our own. Yeah. So mentoring is when you have someone that you're accountable to, but more importantly, they're pouring into you and helping you with discernment yes. and learning how to cope with coping skills of how to make decisions wisely as God would want you to. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. I just love that. I think so often too, as a counselor, I sit and think about all the women that I counsel who they're, they're verbal processors too. There's such a power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just sitting and listening, there's nothing I have to really say apart from letting them just start to pour out what's going on and what they're thinking, what God's been showing them and then they're processing and processing. And then by the end of the session, they're like, oh, like the, the revelation comes where it wasn't some big intervention by some trained counselor. It really was, wow, I needed a space that was safe for me just to be able to share what was on my heart, what the Lord's been showing me and to give myself space to go, oh, wow, this is actually where I know I need to go and what I need to do. And then having someone to come alongside and go, but you can, like you are Mm -hmm. awesome and you've got this. So Mm -hmm. I would imagine that so much of that mentoring relationship as well. Do you feel like, Jamie, there's other things that you have found over, I think you've said you've done this 35 years now, is that right? That is correct. Are there other things that you find that you're super passionate about as far as the power that's in mentoring that you've seen over the years, whether that's in your own life or being a mentor? Is there anything that comes to mind? I'm sure you have a list of 15 things, but <laughs> specifically those that those powerful things that you're like, wow, that's really what mentoring can do for people. Yes. There, there are a couple different topics mm-hmm. that come up in every session yeah. with uh, different women over mm-hmm. all of these years. One is I just can't get disciplined. I never meet with the Lord yeah. on a daily mm-hmm. basis. And Jamie... I want to do that. Mm -hmm. So we struggle through it. We mess up and we pick ourselves up again and do it again. And we keep trying to do the next week, you know, just Mm -hmm. what's in front of us. So I would say um, just having someone that is willing to keep you accountable, but most importantly, be there to encourage you to get back up and do it again. So the benefits of mentoring is that um, you build a relationship with someone and you learn how someone listens and how someone can encourage you and it starts changing your life that you immediately know, even if you're in your, um, maybe your college years and you're just getting ready to go to college or in your midway, you know, now listen, I need to be sharing this with the younger high schoolers Mm -hmm. before they get to college and have to face the junk I did. Mm -hmm. And so I always encourage everyone, you are in a three-way thing here. You have a mentor pouring into you, Mm -hmm. you're pouring out to someone else. So we have three people here and God is what brings it all together, Mm -hmm. you know, and learning to read the scriptures and to live a worship and praise life. Mm -hmm. So good. good. I I love how simple you describe mentoring. It's like you listen, you encourage. Right. Doesn't require, like I think you said this last week, like it doesn't require a seminary degree. No. It doesn't require, you know, yeah, there's going to be people that you're going to be mentoring that are going to have some of those big life questions. Like, where do I go to school? Do I marry this person? Like, 
you don't have to have the answers. Mm-hmm. Like you're there to encourage, you're there to pray, and basically you're there to listen to them and be a sounding board for them. And so I think that kind of removes the excuses. Sure. And like nobody also, can say I can't do that. And also, yeah, the fear off the table. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because now it isn't you. Mm-hmm. You can't mess up something that's not you. Mm-hmm. It's God that's mm-hmm. doing it. And that's why it's the missing link of the church because yep. we have older people in our church, even 40s or older, that um, really don't know what their purpose is yeah. anymore. Yeah. And they're thinking, okay, I raised my kids, I'm an empty nester, now what, mm-hmm. what God, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, or they're waiting and they're in their 70s and they and this is the perfect no time kidding. to pour into the yeah. younger ones. Yeah. Um, the next generation will be in less than seven years, 70% of our entire workforce. Mm. Politicians, doctors, everyone in the schools, every person on staff in your church, mm. 70% of them will be millennials. Mm. And it is time for us to pour into the next generation. Yeah. We read in Judges and we read in Joshua and we hear all those words and, and we pass over it so quickly. And they did not know their, the Lord anymore. They didn't That's pass right. on. And, and we won't be able to say, well, mm, you know, it's all their fault. Mm-hmm. We need to pass it on. Yeah. So I want to encourage everyone, your God stories were not meant for you to take them to your grave. That's right. You need to leave them here and, and live on in the next generation. That's really, really mm-hmm. good. Have you seen, Jamie, that... You know, I, I think so much about how many times the different generations, whether it's, you know, Gen X, whether it's millennials, you know, whatever generation you might fall in, that there feels like there's such a disconnect with the next generation. Like, I don't get them. I don't understand them. I don't, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. just hear that kind of replay over and over that that then holds people back from like, well, I'm not, I can't mentor someone in that generation. I don't get them. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not like them. I don't understand their life. So what, like, why would I mentor them? Have you heard that all the time? And, and what do you say to that? <laughs> what is like, your response yes. to that? Well, first of all, it, and I don't know how we did it, but in the church we have, and I'm church means everybody. Yeah. I don't, mm-hmm. Denomination doesn't matter to sure. me. So we have skipped over Titus 2. Mm-hmm. If you look at Titus 2, it says that the woman to woman man to man and I if you if you will just take a moment it only take you maybe less than five minutes to read Titus 2 you'd be amazed yeah because it says in there that the women are supposed to teach and then it goes over whether and one of the statements is just mind-boggling because it says teach the women to be busy at home hmm. and you're like wait wait they weren't busy at home back in biblical times? <laughs> no yeah. joke. Yeah. <laughs> but God knew that in 2018, mm-hmm. we're going to need to be told certain things. Mm-hmm. So the older generation says, I can't, I don't know how, and I want to encourage them because that is exactly the person God wants mm-hmm. to be a mentor. Yeah. When you say, I can't do it, I don't. What well, well, you'll need God. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly the powerful change That's in mentoring. Right. When you get out of the way and let the Holy Spirit move, and you just share with what God says in Scripture. Um, there, uh, Real quick, a one little Bible story. So, um, Mary is pregnant. The angel shows up mm-hmm. and he says to her, you're going to have child. And, you know, and, and you can see if you're like me, who has mentor eyes, the angel says, but your cousin, your relative Elizabeth right. is pregnant. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say it, but what he's saying is mm-hmm. 
you're not going to be able to stay home and do this one. Yeah. This one's too tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go to Elizabeth, who has had to wait a long time and has had to really listen to God. Yeah. So what happens immediately, you can see in Scripture, she gets on a, we don't even know how she got there. She probably walked, probably didn't have a donkey. So 100 mile road because she needed someone to tell her how to do life mm-hmm. so good. and so my, my question is wouldn't it be great if you would be an Elizabeth for someone mm-hmm. and and all of you millennials or Gen X or young baby boomers or what we say in between all that is Zennial mm-hmm. they're not the X and they're not millennials they're right in the middle um, you don't have to do life alone yeah. and it doesn't matter maybe it's not a hundred miles but it might be a hundred minutes or mm-hmm. maybe a one mile Whatever the case may be, are you willing to make the journey? Because I can tell you, it's so worth it. Mm -hmm. So um, the older generations have um, this block of where they say, I can't. Mm Mm-hmm. Whether it's a silent generation mm-hmm. or it's the baby boomers, um, and none of that. All the any time you're hearing that I can't pour into another person, you can just say, "Oh my, mm-hmm. that is not God." Yeah, that's because right. that we can show you in Scripture where that is not God's language. Yeah, and you need to be able to discern what the right language is, mm-hmm. and that's why we always go back to God's Word because He says, like Psalm eighty four eleven says, "No good thing will He withhold from those who walk." in your path. So you're thinking, oh, God's forgotten me. Well, walk in his path. Begin pouring into the next generation. Um, There is not one silent silent generation person that doesn't have a grandchild Mm -hmm. or a grandniece or a grandnephew that you can't pour into. So uh, maybe start there, build courage, and then walk across the room and reach out to a stranger or to someone you've been watching for a while. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's so good. I love that you brought that story up about Mary and Elizabeth. Um, I also was thinking, well, that would be helpful if I could just have an angel pop down and be like, go see this person. Right. But I love that you shared last week, I think, that just the importance of keeping your eyes open and being very prayerful because the Lord has someone in mind for you to be mentored by and to mentor both. Mm-hmm. Amen. And that um, if you will pray into that, he will be very faithful to reveal that because mm-hmm. I believe that's his heart for us. Right. Mm-hmm. You're not probably going to see the word mentoring in scripture, but you're going to see it all over scripture. Mm-hmm. This idea behind people pouring into people. Sure. I mean, it's all over. How how was Joshua so ready to take yeah. over? Well, it's because Moses was mentoring him. Yeah. He had known no freedom. He was born a slave. He was raised in slavery. Yet, when he came out, he was ready. That's because Moses took the time and did he say, okay, I'm mentoring you. Right. No. <laughs> yeah. But he was. Yep. Yeah. He was pouring into the next generation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good. So, Jamie, it would be really helpful, I think, if you could give us some clarification between what mentoring looks like and what an accountability partner looks like. Um, you know, over these next two weeks on Mercy Talk in this series, we are going to be talking about accountability and being an accountability partner. That's kind of a buzzword, you know, in the church or just people saying like, I need an accountability partner for this or that. And we even use it a lot here at Mercy because um, our graduates, when they graduate our program, we set them up with an accountability partner in the days following their time here. And so what would you say is the difference between the two, but also how they work hand in hand? 
Uh, they definitely are incredibly work together. Mm-hmm. Um, but mentoring and accountability um, could be two different people, mm-hmm. but a mentor is also an accountability person. So yeah. let's talk about accountability. For me, and you could correct me, but uh, accountability is you have something that you definitely need to be accountable to someone for. Mm-hmm. So you select someone or someone helps you with that particular issue, right. that yeah. particular want or need. Um, and they will stay with you for life or if it's a goal that you can meet and you meet it and it's done. Mm-hmm. So accountability is absolutely important if we're struggling, especially with um, an addiction that will never leave us. So mm-hmm. you could conquer that addi- addiction, but you still need an accountability partner mm-hmm. to say, yep, I'm still hanging in there, yeah. Yeah. you know, kind of thing. So they are also a good uh, listener and an encourager Mm -hmm. but what would be the difference is a mentor is not just accountability a mentor is someone who's going to come along you on every issue Mm -hmm. that there isn't anything you can't talk about and also the mentor is also going to be able to direct you back onto a path and then that um, each one of your meetings then will grow and Mm -hmm. the whole point of mentoring is that in your session you're trying to work yourself out of a job now that really blows everyone's mind but a mentor you're trying to work yourself out of a job your job or your responsibility in a mentoring relationship is that the person you're mentoring grows yeah that they become more mature in the lord and do well with that now there's always problems there's always issues but they're growing in the lord so that they can then mentor someone else Mm -hmm. because jamie can't mentor the world so my idea my hope and dream is that everyone begins a mentoring relationship and then they mature and now we have two mentors Mm -hmm. and now Mm -hmm. those mentors begin to pour in where I don't know that that is actually what the goal is with accountability although accountability Mm -hmm. is excellent and we need it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's good that's really that's a very that I think what you just said as far as the end goal is a big part because I'm not necessarily holding someone accountable to then multiply to more accountability it really is there is a very focused place in this Mm -hmm. especially for our graduates I think of the girls who are leaving who are in a very free place they're in a good spot but they also acknowledge these are things that I've overcome and I need to continue having someone asking me about these areas or situations not that mentoring doesn't do that but there is more of that focus to it so that is so so helpful Mm -hmm. so Jamie I guess the other question that comes to mind then as far as you know we're talking about accountability and as a mentor but specifically in that mentoring relationship I think of all the helpers and the people that listen to Mercy Talk and we often talk about our empower workshops in different settings like when you are in an interaction with someone and you go oh wow this is a little over my head whether you know they're actively harming themselves or there is an action and you know just different addictions or whatever it may be what do you encourage those that you're mentoring or even for yourself as a mentor to do when you realize oh man this is a little over my head do you have referrals what does that usually look like mm-hmm. when a mentor goes into a mentoring relationship think of it as if you're going on vacation mm-hmm. okay when you go on vacation you pack your clothes because you know where you're going mm-hmm. and you have a destination and you know that that's where you're going right. so with mentoring we have the same thing you need to know where you're going and that there are 
there have to be boundaries mm-hmm. where you say, okay, this is more than I can handle, mm-hmm. right. and I need help. I'm not leaving you. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that we need another professional person to come in, and you start that referral process. Right. Yeah. Um, for us, boundaries are very set by God. So mm-hmm. Psalm 16, 16, 6 says, the boundaries I've set before you are in pleasant places. Great is my inheritance. Yeah. There's so much God tells us. Peace comes from their boundaries. Mm-hmm. So when I am in a point with someone that I'm mentoring and I can realize that they need more than I have to give and that is really okay. Mm -hmm. Or it could be also a conflict Mm -hmm. between the two in their mentoring relationship. And I cover that in my book. I talk Mm -hmm. about conflicts. But but you need to be able to have that name. In other words, I have in my phone names and numbers of people that Mm -hmm. I would refer her to. Or if, if a gentleman came to me and said, I'm mentoring someone and this is a little too much, I need some help. You know, of course, we always say your pastor can always help you with that. Not necessarily that he has to do it, but he can lend you on. But do never be afraid Hmm. to say, I think we need help. Mm -hmm. Um, Most importantly, the millennial generation and Gen Z, they do not want to be on a checklist. And they have already been abandoned so many times. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're leaving the church. There's no connection. So when you need help, you don't check them off your list you continue in that mentoring relationship but now we're adding on a counselor that's good that's so good listen jamie you failure to refer that's right we celebrate (laughs) that and let me just tell you that you want to get us fired up start talking about boundaries in here (laughs) we'll start launching into a whole nother show right now Uh oh. because that is something that we are so passionate about Mm -hmm. and, and equipping people with because really most of us don't learn that. Like that's not something that we're taught even in childhood, like how to have healthy boundaries and Mm -hmm. interpersonal relationships. Mm And so I I have to say that as you've shared a lot, it's really made me think, man, the, the empower workshop that we do here at mercy is really something that is like, almost perfect for people who are wanting to be a mentor Mm -hmm. just because so much of what you've talked about we really unpack to a very full degree in those workshops and so I mean it's really just totally a shameless plug right now but I just keep thinking (laughs) I just keep thinking like man if there are people out there who are going like I would love to do this I don't know like I'm nervous about it I wish you know really what our workshops are all about is helping people who are helping people Mm -hmm. and at some level as a mentor you're helping another person you're in a helper role with that person and so we talk about the importance of boundaries we talk about what your role is in another person's life and what almost more importantly what your role is not in another person's life and how to let Jesus be Jesus and how that practically works itself out in relationship and so we always encourage I mean it's it's our absolute favorite thing that we do here at Mercy is, is those workshops and so we encourage you if, if you're kind of in that place of like I'd like to be a mentor but I'm a little nervous like I'm not sure if I know what I'm doing going into this we encourage you with that obviously we're gonna encourage people I just was literally looking through the chapters of your book going man we could do like two months on this topic yeah. of mercy talk there's so much good stuff and just so many good things that you cover that we just don't have time to, to go into mm-hmm. so we encourage people to check out your book face to face and we'll talk even at the end about how you can go about getting that book are there any other resources that come to mind in your 35 years? It was funny when you said you've been doing this for 35 years. We just hit our 35th anniversary at Mercy this year. So Congratulations. (laughs) But in all of that experience, have there been other resources that you've found that you've 
found to be really helpful for people in these relationships. Well, of course, besides what you offer here at yeah. Mercy, which is so fantastic, and your uh, Keys to Freedom, which mm-hmm. is a, a mm-hmm. great study. Um, one thing that I like to do with my mentees, is mm-hmm. what they call them, uh, is a study by Clyde uh, Henry Blackaby called Experiencing God. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that because it talks about learning to listen yeah. and learning to have a relationship with God, yeah. and you can apply it to anything that you're going that's going on in your life. Um, uh, Hendricks has a great; it's an older book, but it's called um, "As Iron Sharpens Iron," mm-hmm. which is all about mentoring. I like that kind of thing because he has, like my book, he has stories of mentees and yeah. mentors in there. So um, you want to just be able to refer back to or listen to stories of people that have been mentoring mm-hmm. or that are mentors or been in a mentoring relationship. Mm-hmm. I, my face-to-face mentoring podcast is all that i just interview people and i ask them well how did how did your mentoring relationship start you know um so we need to start using the word mentor Mm -hmm. and mentoring in our conversations Mm -hmm. and like at our church it's just we talk about it and it's very common it's very normal right um so i know that it can be for your listener as well yeah that's so so good well great jamie as we get ready to wrap up today Do you have any other final thoughts, encouragements, anything else that you kind of like to leave with our listeners as we wrap? Yes, I would love for you as you're listening to not just turn off this podcast. Mm -hmm. I I would love for you to continue to listen, come back each week, especially in the next couple weeks as as they're going to cover accountability. But God has not decided, um, I should say, he has not created you to be alone. Yeah, This is um, a lie from Satan. This is not what you're supposed to do. We are not supposed to do life alone. Mm -hmm. And when you pull back and go into isolation, there is no possible way you can grow. Yeah. And we need to dream of the future and dream what God has dreams for us. And none of that can happen when you're alone. So if you find someone that has been walking with God, just even if it's one year more than you, yeah. they're further along in the walk and they can take you. Yeah. So don't put a, a label on it. Don't put a design. Don't have an idea in your head what she or he is going to look like. Just say, God, whoever you have, mm-hmm. I need help. And then surrender and just go ahead. And you will know, you will know without a doubt that this is the right thing because you are not alone anymore. And that's mm-hmm. what happened to me. It changed my life. I know it will change yours. Yeah, so good. Love it. And, and I love also how much you encourage people not to wait until you're in a dark and desperate place in your life. Mm -hmm. So you may be listening today going like, ah, I'm fine. Like I'm cruising along. I don't really need anybody to help me right now. This is the time (laughs) today, no matter what season of life you're in, is the time to be seeking out that relationship on both ends. And how, where could you be? Yeah. If things are really good, just think what it would be if you were pouring into someone else or someone else was encouraging you where you could Mm -hmm. be. You're doing okay. Well, that's for on your own you're doing okay yeah Mm -hmm. that's so so good Jamie this has been so fun thank you so much for coming and joining us for these last two weeks Um, we want to make sure that people know exactly how to find you how to find your resources so you have a website it's jamieleehull.com and I want to be sure and spell that because you can spell Jamie lots of ways Mm -hmm. so it's J-A-Y-M-E 
L-E-E-H-U-L-L.com. They can find your book, right, on your website um, and also on Amazon. Yes. So either way. And then also, is is it on your website that they can find your podcasts? Yes. And we're on iTunes, iStitcher. Perfect. Um, all of that. Perfect. So, and so those are lots of ways that you can find yeah. Jamie. And um, again, it's just been such a joy. I, we hope that you guys will join us as we kind of continue on this idea, but kind of shift into focusing on that accountability piece and what accountability partners look like and things like that. So we hope that you will join us then. We hope you enjoyed the show today. If you have any thoughts or questions about what we discussed, or if you'd like to share your ideas for future podcast topics, please let us know by emailing us at mercytalk at mercymultiply.com. And if you're enjoying Mercy Talk, be sure that you go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe and to leave us a five-star review. We also want to remind you that Mercy Multiplied and Mercy Talk are funded solely by donors, and we are so thankful for the support of so many people all over the country and even the world. So please consider supporting this free programming by giving a gift at mercymultiplied.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Mercy Multiplied. Thanks for listening today, and we hope you'll join us next week.